Hello and welcome to Hmm, Interesting Choice on the Hat on Dog Network. This podcast is basically the bad music podcast. The show is hosted by John and Martin, that's me, and we review bad albums with special guests. You can subscribe and rate on iTunes, we're on Twitter and Facebook at HMM Choice, we're on SoundCloud and our website's hatondog.com. Today's guest, Paul McDaniel, very funny comedian, catch his Glasgow Comedy Festival show at the State Bar on the 14th of March. Hello and welcome to today's episode. Today we have a very special guest. Uh, our guest today is a Scottish comedian uh, f- comedy finalist. Uh, Scottish comedian comedy, comedy finalist. finalist. <laughs> Get it right, I am, I am very... Sco- let, me, let me interrupt, John. Scottish, Scottish comedian of the year finalist. Paul McDaniel. I, I get this a lot. I get it's very insulting. I am yeah. a very insulting it's man. <laughs> this is a perfect. To be fair, you he used comedy twice because mm-hmm. really you're double the amount I of double comedian. comedy. Yeah. Mm. I try to fit in twice as much comedy into my set. Yeah. You pack a lot people of comedy punch. Yeah, oh yeah. Which not a lot of people like. They're like, No. I want half the amount of comedy yeah. in my set. All tough. I'm you know. That's just the way I roll. It's like what I have to do, you know. It's got to have to do a good start. Mm. And today's album is one that you've suggested, which is the Dirty Dancing original <laughs> soundtrack. How's that spelled? Dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. <laughs> Are you okay, John? Help me. Very excited. Let's talk about Dirty Dancing. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen the film Dirty Dancing. Oh, really? No. Ah. I I picked this because. It's really, I think it was my sister's favourite film. This was the only one film that she watched repeatedly, so I kind of almost know it off by heart. Uh, Were you watching it by proxy? Like, because somebody else has put it on, you have to watch it. Yeah, I think so. I might have actually watched it by myself a few times. Um, You're saying that like it's a sort of (laughs) shameful coming out thing. It's time to admit. I, I might have watched it myself. Yeah. It's, I'm not as cool as and edgy as everyone thinks I am, you know. And just it's time to just let all out. Wow, um, that's a scoop, an explosive <laughs> scoop. And what's your what's your experience with the soundtrack? Then do you just know um, the soundtrack based on the film, or did you get the CD and stuff? No, my sister had it on tape. I think it, I don't actually think she even bought the tape. I think she recorded it, and she had off the radio. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's track number three from the Dirty Dancing original yeah. soundtrack. That would the old been, days. That would have been great, actually, if you just a radio show played the entire Dirty Dancing yeah. soundtrack every <laughs> week. DJ talking yeah. over the start and yeah. ends of the tracks. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, we, we, it sort of reminds me of, uh, we used to go down south of Ireland to a place called Bundoran, um, and it was my family, my mother's side had a caravan there. And it was a, a, like a tiny wee caravan. I think they've sort of redone it now. And it's a new caravan with its super digital shit. Um, but back then it was very basic. So there wasn't it was really an much... analog caravan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think we had a TV or anything. And it was all gas, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, I'm curious <laughs> what it has now, this digital it's caravan. is a smart, probably a smart caravan or something. A smart caravan. Yeah, you can probably like it's on the Wi-Fi. Probably it. email the president. Yeah, you can probably ask it things like you know, like Alexa, like Caravan. What is you know this? <laughs> hey, <laughs> Caravan. What? Help this? me sleep. <laughs> what is this? 
what's your background? Have you heard? Have you what seen this? So movie? I, I had seen this movie and I knew that I'd seen this movie. So going into the listen to this, I listened to the album in full, took some notes, uh, and it was only after that point when I was walking around and I just realised. This isn't the film where dancing is banned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I also assume no. this to be Footloose uh-huh. too. Uh, I've I've never seen Footloose. Spoiler alert. Yeah, well, so they, they ban dancing. Ah. The town that bans dancing. But okay. I was reading the Wikipedia for Dirty Dancing, and I'm like, abortion? And like, yeah. what is happening? Yeah. Like, when do they ban dancing? I'm certain I've not seen this film. I'm interested in Footloose because... They ban dancing in the time. Is it set in some dystopian future? Southern America. Oh, like, right. Okay. Um, very fundamental religious. Like, right. nobody can have fun in this town. Okay. And then, uh, who is it? Kevin Bacon Kevin comes Bacon. In. I was and Kevin Bridges. Kevin Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Right, we're no dancing. More dancing. Everybody on this dance floor. <laughs> and then he gets heckled and throws a hiss, hissy yeah. fit. And you get out of our town, Kevin Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, the that's the remake right there that's yeah. great there's a lot of references there's a reference at the start that I missed when I was a kid about uh, the this, the monk that committed suicide in the early 60s yeah uh, the protest against yeah. the North Vietnamese communist government yeah that's referenced at the start which I didn't really get as a kid but uh, sort of like a little joke but um, <laughs> <laughs> still a little joke this is the guy that set himself on fire is this the same yeah. guy All right. yeah, the protest yeah. against it's, war it's, yeah, it's strange it's, it's a little joke in there at the start just to kick things off you know set them out <laughs> I mean he's got a tight five that guy <laughs> Oh, open with a joke. <laughs> yeah. Now for your next act. He's a yeah. bit of monk. <laughs> yeah, I've seen him. He, he died. <laughs> died on the set of on fire. <laughs> this episode's also remind me, we did a previous episode with the film The Bodyguard, uh, which is also like another uh, mm. like best-selling... The Bodyguard was like 7th or 8th best-selling yeah. album of all time. This is yeah. the 17th oh, yeah. best-selling album of all People time. People love movie soundtrack albums. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was the it seemed really the eighties when movie soundtracks became huge because yeah. I think the woman that sings on I've Had the Time of My Life has sang on two other songs that were movie soundtrack hit singles that were Academy Award nominated. Mm. Uh so she's not the quite Men well. in Black song. <laughs> <laughs> not from Men in Black One. <laughs> yeah, Men in Black Two song. Um but yeah, because in the early eighties there was was it Officer and a Gentleman was like a big That's a hit song, yeah. Richard Gere, yeah, I've yeah, never yeah. seen it either. I, I don't know if you've seen it. But. Richard Gere is dressed in an army uniform. That's, That's all I know. all I know about. I know that there's an ending where he lifts up a girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Much like Dirty Dancing. Oh. <laughs> the lift. There's a lot of the lifting, lift. yeah. I think in the 80s, people <laughs> loved lifting. The producers were like, okay, but where's the lift? <laughs> <laughs> we need to rewrite to put the lift in. Uh, let's move on to that first okay. track then. Yeah. The Time of My Life by... Parenthesis, I've had... I've had... I'm sorry, almost life. forgot oh, right, that. Right, right, right. Okay. Uh, by Bell Melody and Jennifer <laughs> Warner. <laughs> this guy's name is Medley. <laughs> From birth, he's destined to be a music guy. It's a pretty classic song, but it's... Yeah. Uh, 
ironed into my mind as like a travel advert song at this point. Oh, yeah, yeah. For Centre Parks, maybe, or Thompson mm. Travel, or something. Is that with He-Man and Skeletor? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He-Man what? and Skeletor. What? Where is this? With yeah. He-Man, Skeletor, Centre Parks, and this song? It's actually a very moving advert. It's, it's, I Were find they it dancing? Yeah. I think it's He-Man lifts up Skeletor, is that right? That sounds right. Yeah, because Skeletor no, at the end it like, just says the Central Parks. Yeah, I, I do think it's quite an uplifting song. Like it's mm. at the climatic scene where it's the last night of the holiday resort, so there's a big load of people on stage singing this really boring song, and uh, it's it's very boring. And then Patrick Swayze busts in and in his leather jacket, and uh, Jennifer Grey baby is in the corner. You can see what's coming. Does he and shout, This is clean dancing. <laughs> I want to see some dirty dancing. Yeah. And in the. Baby E. <laughs> That's how did you. I, you have seen it then. <laughs> uh, she's in the corner with her family. Don't put baby in the corner. Yeah. I've and, always said and this. Per- Wait, yeah. is that what that's from? Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah. I literally didn't what? know that. I read on IMDb that Patrick Swayze. He hated that line. I'm so. happy that you didn't know that line because I thought you did, and you just like interjected in the story to be the one no. to say it. So what he says to some, so someone it's a very is put literal, baby in the corner. Re- yes, and then he says, "Don't put baby in the corner." Yeah. What, what did you think it meant? I have no. I still don't understand what. It oh, means. it's a very literal thing. Like I mean, so, he's just being like, "Don't sideline her. Like she should be on center stage." Yeah. Don't yeah, put baby in is. the corner. <laughs> Yeah, it's the, but but you know it's what? not like they've wrote, put her in the corner. They like, have don't positioned do that. her at the table yeah. in the corner. I think it appeals to a lot of people because who hasn't been sidelined? Well, <laughs> <laughs> haven't we all? Yeah, and you you would love someone like Patrick Swayze to burst in and go, "Oi, you know, <laughs> oi, none of this. <laughs> Fuck this, you know, like get out, you know, these are all." I guess it's it's not as clunky as coming in and saying like, "Hey, don't sideline my yeah. girlfriend." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like those her. are the two options. <laughs> and I quite like the corner. I have to say, I'm a big fan of corner. Yeah, so. it's good at the cinema. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you've got your back to it, you can see everything. Yes. yes. No one sneaks yeah. up behind you. Buffalo Bills. No one. Strategy. No one speaks up. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like sitting at the the edge, uh, the the aisle. Mm. Oh, I'll see. Yeah. I'll yeah. see. Hey. Nobody puts John in the aisles. <laughs> <laughs> but also, what what are the chances that two people would have the time of their lives? Do you know what I mean? That's a good point. Yeah. Life is finite. So much of it is full of struggle and pain. Yeah. Uh-huh. So for two people to experience that very unique, Well, it's not really rare... like we've had the time of our life. It's I've had the time of my life. Yeah, and that's true. So yeah. it's not necessarily as the other one enjoying this. There's also... Because this is them singing in harmony during this song, right? So it's mm-hmm. both of them. Maybe a, third, a third harmony comes in oh, at really? one point. My okay. question is, who is this third person <laughs> also having the time of their life? This is like a JFK. Third, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is the show. third time of their life. Uh, Someone on the grassy knoll having the time. that to female oh yeah 
Ah, good spot. So it's a threesome then? Is that, that is a good spot. It, mu- it yeah. must be. I mean, obviously it's her second. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's mine this for some comedy gold. You know? uh, it's probably the listener <laughs> in a very unusual, impressionistic way. You're yeah. having the time of your life. Can we? There's like a weird bridge at three minutes 50. Mm-hmm. And it just sounds... Because this is a great song, it's well produced. This part seems totally unnecessary. (laughs) That seems like a weird, like, game show theme. Sounds like a game show. In the middle of it. Now, where the par- points really count. Uh-huh. And it's, it escalates so much, and it's dramatic, yeah. and it's inducing like some anxiety, and then it goes back to the slow end of the song. It's not inducing anxiety for me. I think whoever was writing the song, they had maybe like 10 seconds <laughs> to fill or yeah. something. They were like, what should we do? Yeah. Oh, I've got only old- two minutes 50 here, but <laughs> 10 more seconds to make And maybe they had hit. like an old jingle or something from like a radio Gillette Razors. They, they could just keep doing that and going up chords. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, just yeah, fill yeah. any amount of time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But I'd like to hear an entire song of that. Just that well, on a you're in luck. On to the next song. Uh, yep. The Ronettes presenting Be My Baby. That's right. Friends of the podcast, the Ronettes. Oh, really? Ronnie Spector. Yeah, we've ah. done an, the Christmas album that the Ronettes did. Oh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. So it's good to have them back. There's a line on this song that mm-hmm. is, For every kiss you give me, I'll give you free. Mm-hmm. That's a, quite a good deal. I'll take that <laughs> deal. Uh, you're not going to find a better deal than that. A one to three kiss ratio. Yeah. I'm just glad that that's kind of like a linear formula where it's like one one kiss equals three yeah. x mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that that's linear so that's a manageable number of kisses if it was some yeah. sort of exponential kissing function yeah we'd be here all day yeah we know it's got roots you know because it's linear yeah like algebraic roots uh-huh but maybe you should stop being a bit stop being so formulaic about it yeah and just do what's like inside <laughs> I want more. <laughs> I want um, kisses, which are the in- an indefinite integral between <laughs> x and x plus squared. It's, well, I, I don't know who actually wrote that lyric. Was it Ron? No, was it what do you call it? Was it Albert Spirit? Einstein? <laughs> was it right? Okay, that was his. <laughs> he just walked into the studio. Was like, I guess <laughs> one kiss was three. <laughs> So a lot of people don't know that Albert Einstein he didn't do well at school, so he had yeah. to become a he songwriter he for a long time. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. On a track number three. <laughs> All right. oh, we'll move it on. Uh, we do want to get on to the third track, though, because it's got Patrick Swayze on it. Of course, mm. yes. It's actually, I, I think he's actually a quite a good singer. I don't know, I think he is from a singing, dancing background. Yep. Mm. I was surprised by the quality of it. Yeah. I thought this was a pretty good track that I've never yeah. really heard before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is She's Like the Wind. Just a fool to believe I have anything she needs. It was a hit She's single. Like well. mm. This is a single. The horns on it, I love. Good sax. Yeah. It's, it sounds like he he doesn't really think much of himself. The lyrics is like, oh, oh, she 
what could she possibly want from me? You know, what could I'm she a s- tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what could a mere t- tree <laughs> offer us women? He yeah. actually co-wrote the lyrics as well. So, yeah. yeah, he does think of himself as a tree. It's a big, you know. There's also a line in this. Uh, I look in the mirror and all that I see is a young old man. Now, a young old man, <laughs> that's got to be a vampire, right? Yeah. <laughs> Because that's thought, a young you man who's like, you know, 400 years old. That's So it's a vampire. If what? a vampire's looking in the mirror, he's not seeing anything, ah, guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of any films where Patrick Swayze played a vampire. I don't know. He definitely Dracula. looks like a vampire. It does a wee bit, yeah. Are there any shots where I'm they're uh, think of in sunlight? I've not or seen is it all at night? No, no, he's, he's in sunlight quite a bit. Mm, he's when a daywalker. <laughs> um, Do you see steam emerging from him? I don't think so. I'm trying to think there's any scenes of him with garlic, but... He, <laughs> oh, yeah, there's the scene where he's the, just eating garlic. <laughs> yeah, uh, the outtakes. The Patrick was very concerned that people thought he might be a vampire, so they yeah. shot 40 minutes <laughs> of eating garlic. Track number four, Ooh. Hungry Heart. Not Hungry Eyes. You're thinking of Bruce Springsteen. Oh, no. I am thinking of Bruce Springsteen. Hungry, Hungry Eyes by Eric Cartman. By Eric Cartman. Hungry Eyes. Why Park. did you even write that down? <laughs> His Man. eyes want cheesy poofs. <laughs> what? I don't get the reference. <laughs> Eric Cartman from South Park. From South Park. Yeah. Is I, I, so the the it's the a real early cut from yeah, South yeah. Park to reference <laughs> cheesy puffs. <laughs> I thought it might be a South Park thing, but I've never really seen much South Park. Oh, you're in the you're on the side of right to be confused. <laughs> Presumably, hungry eyes though is you know when you're in a cartoon and you mm-hmm. look at and you're really hungry and you look at someone and then they just turn into a big ham. Yeah, when I'm in a cartoon, that happens. It sounded more like a Cronenbergian body horror moment (laughs) where everybody's eyeballs have little stomachs. Yeah, yeah. And they want to eat things. Yeah. Can we listen to a bit of this? Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'd I'd like to pitch this for a movie scene uh, where, like, there's a sniper getting ready to shoot someone or, like, a serial killer. Right. And this this in the background, I think I'd have, like, a nice little contrast. Very cheerful serial killer. Yeah, that that just seems to me to match up. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. There's lots of uh, strong. Palm muted chords. Yeah, yeah, that's the word. Another very 80s voice. Yeah. Yeah, and like the production is extremely 80s on this, like big 80s drums. Reverb drums, gated reverb. I do actually kind of like this song, I have to say. It's a good song, no problem with this song. (laughs) Even though it's terrible. Got you in my (laughs) sights is what this is building to. Sister actually watched this on, it was on around Christmas. Maybe 91, 92 or something. Going to need a specific year. Um, I think it was 92. I'm sorry, it was 91. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I knew it. Thank you for playing this game. <laughs> but uh, it was, she kept, she couldn't decide whether to tape it or not. For some reason, she was like, I don't know if I should tape it. And I think she had, might have had even an argument with her mum about 
whether she should tape it or not. This was back when VHS, it was very important to keep space on the, the tape. Oh, yes. You probably had, I think we, we had a big thing in our family where we had, you know, four films on the one video. Yeah. Um, yeah. We would record things in long play. So a four hour video would be eight hours. Mm. You'd have like First Communion slash Jaws <laughs> slash. <laughs> yes. We would just keep films and all the you know personal stuff mm. separate so we would have the films uh, and my mum you think did, you're better than me yeah, <laughs> I didn't <laughs> want to say my family mixed I, and matched that's up to the viewers and <laughs> listeners um, no we, we my mum recorded the Diana's funeral on a video it, it was on for mm. eight hours I think we still have it somewhere too long for a funeral if I'm being honest rubbish I know it peaked at four um, it's just like one hour of the funeral service, then seven hours uh, close up of the body. <laughs> That's it. But yeah. We need this. We need this. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, can't yeah. throw this out. I know. We now cut to the funeral of Henry Paul, the driver. Nobody's there. Uh, moving on to the next track, then. Mm. We are on stay with Morris Williams and the Zodiac Killers. <laughs> this is a great song. <laughs> I do this. Yeah. You yeah, know, he wrote this song when he was 15. Oh, really? Uh huh. He had like a date with someone and they came up with this idea. Ah. His vocal range is outstanding. There's a moment yeah. where he goes from falsetto. low to the highest falsetto. Yeah. I think it's like the early 60s, late 50s. There's a lot of squeaky voice. Like there was, yeah. there's that Frankie Valley kind of. Yeah. He's on, he's actually on the soundtrack. He's not on, he doesn't make this soundtrack, but he was in the film. He was on, they, they released a second soundtrack That's for right, it. That's right, yeah. More dirty dancing. <laughs> Dirtier dancing. <laughs> Uncut. And yeah, Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons are on it. That's right. Yeah, it's a great song. I think it's, this is in the scene where you see, you first see the dirty dancing when she goes into uh, this place that's hidden and. It's part of the holiday resort where the guests aren't allowed and all the staff, all the dancers the holiday resort are in there letting off steam. Because uh, they're all vampires and they're out in the sun. That's it. A lot of them do look quite, you know, like... I Vampiric? Think, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this is in the scene where we see everyone kind of grinding against each other. They're like, they're basically dry humping. And this it's is the dirty part. Yeah. The dry humping, to me, is the fifth character in this film. In a lot of ways. <laughs> it's like New York is in Manhattan. <laughs> Just for clarity. Yeah. Yeah. On a track number six. <laughs> On to yes. the next one. Yes. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Mary Clayton. Clayton. Ah. You see, this is, this is a pretty awful song it mm. to me this sounds like a fitness 80s fitness workout song mm. it sounds like something like you can imagine someone in like jane mm. fonda in you know let, let me play the star of this okay. and i'll just like signal exactly what my thoughts were <laughs> Hello, Los Angeles! Welcome to the 812.1 FM! <laughs> the 801 is open, and it's a sunny one out there. We're taking all your calls! <laughs> That's all this song makes me think of. Yeah, it's yeah. Good. That is. Yeah, that song sounds like a song that DJs still play and probably love, you know, mm. on radio stations as well. It's kind of. It's a real wake up so yeah, yeah 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 it's too like sickeningly sweet for me though it's like <laughs> mm-hmm. too positive it's called yes yeah. the chorus is yes uh, yeah 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 and it's got those stabby keyboards like mm. dun, 
did did it's kind mm. of I don't think you really hear that anymore it's it is just yeah like staccato old like yeah it's called stabbies <laughs> stabbies that's that, I have heard a um a DJ producer refer to it as stabbies mm. so really? happy, yeah, yeah yeah I don't know did I, they not I win agree. a stabbies for this album the, it's about who you know with the stabbies yeah, it's very political Michael Myers again <laughs> yeah it works for films, I think. It's a good like montage start of the everybody's yeah. waking up type uh-huh. thing. But yeah. apart from that, you oh. wouldn't listen to that. It would be insane to go around someone's house and they're just listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> this is um, this is a strange. This was it, Mary. What's her name? Mary. Mary Clayton. Because she, I, I didn't know who she was, and I looked her up, and she sang on "Gimme Shelter." You know the yeah, that's right. Ooh, that, yeah. 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 and. We're going dark again here, but she had a miscarriage after she recorded when she came home from Gimme Shelter. Did you know that? I did not know no. that. And she also was in the film, uh, is it 30 Feet from Stardom? It's about backing singers who didn't get oh, their, right. their due. Like yeah, their, I've heard of that. Yeah. I think it won an Oscar. Nobody um, puts baby 30 feet from stardom. <laughs> well, they don't because she had a miscarriage. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> We are. This show's gonna go well. We are gonna cause a, a Twitter storm, <laughs> backlash. Um. I, yeah. This song they play this just as baby's older sister. I can't remember her name. Uh, Big uh, toddler. <laughs> okay. We both went for different jokes there. <laughs> So moving it, on to the next round, it'd be good if Baby just had a big nappy in this film, Baby, and she just like one hundred percent agree. Yeah, and just spat at people and, mm. bleh, and yeah. Um, moving on to the next one, mm. you don't owe me, don't own me by the Blow Monkeys. This sounds so strange to me. Yes. Can we hear this guy singing? This oh, guy, dear. the vocalist. Very. He sounds. I'm hearing all like of these like sixties Motown type classics. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then you hear like a big creep. English people. This sounds like the villain from Oliver <laughs> Twist yeah. singing a song. <laughs> sort of sounds a bit like Brett Anderson from Swim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not good. Creepy, creepy stuff. I'm a widow boy. <laughs> I could be a baby too. <laughs> you don't own me because I'm a baby. I'm a big it's scary baby. On, on the next song. Hey baby. The featuring Bruce Channel. This is Which great. Is Bruce Channel. Bruce yeah, there's Channel. some off strange names. This is a football classic at this yeah. point. Who added the ooh ah bit? Was it just added by Creeps? Some DJ? DJ? Was yeah. it? Some Austrian guy. It's such an obnoxious bit to add to this, because this is a great song. It's a shame, because I remember I saw this on the soundtrack album, and I was thinking, oh, you know, this is associated with this, but I listened to it, and it's a really good song. And um, it's it works really well in the scene where they're dancing on a log, because he's teaching her how to balance. <laughs> so they're in a... Sounds l- like uh, Karate Kid. Karate Kid, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In this, they're on they're on a, a bank or something, and he gets her to dance to this, and uh, she nearly falls off, but she doesn't. And, and he uh, says, hey, baby, <laughs> ooh, ah, ooh, ah. <laughs> it's not in the song, but it's going to be in there in about 20 years. <laughs> 
Uh, moving on. Moving on to the next song. Uh, Zappacosta, Overloads. Yeah. This is like this is an the weirdest and worst song, I it's think. It's a strange one, yeah. What is with his voice? It sort of opens up with him yeah. saying, Overload or something. Overload. Yeah. This is like they wanted to get Peter Gabriel to do an 80s song and they could not afford him. So they got <laughs> the 80s equivalent of Zappa Costa. It's, um, yeah, because he's one guy. I thought it was a band and I thought it was going to be something to do with Frank Zappa. I thought it was going to be a Frank Zappa yeah, 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 with yeah. some other band doing with something. With Costa Coffee. Yeah. <laughs> um, and sort of starts off very odd with a deep voice and then he goes into like typical 80s kind of just rubbish Robert Palmer yeah and there's probably a, a few stabbies in there no they're stabbies and uh, this is in a scene where Johnny played by Patrick Swayze locks his keys in the car and it's raining and to show him to show the audience that he's wild and he's out of control he's you know he breaks the window and with a wee log. So <laughs> he's out of control. From the previous log scene. Hey, yeah. baby, get off that log. I need I've to get into my car. car. It's, it's like, it's one of those little things in the ground that it's like a wooden thing in the ground. Trees? No. <laughs> <laughs> of course. It's, it's like a little, they're white. I think it's white and there's like a little pattern of them around. A, fence. a white picket fence? I don't know. We need to YouTube it. Uh, but she, he like smashes his window and he's just had a row, a bit of a row with baby because uh, she can't do the dance moves properly. And he's like, oh, she's not going to bed. Yeah, she's yeah, yeah, baby. baby. Um, so he, he like he storm, they storm off and this is playing and it's quite it's sort of a bonding moment between them because she says you're mm. wild. And he goes, what? She goes, you're wild. And they burst out laughing. And it's <laughs> <laughs> I like the what? <laughs> huh? What? What was that? Huh? Yeah, yeah, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on to the next one, which is not horrifying. Love is strange. This is a great song, I think. Yeah, yeah. it's really good. Yeah, the guitar riffs are amazing. Apparently, uh, the guitar riff was stolen from someone. The dialogue in the middle, the cure lover boy stuff, yeah. It's, Repetitively, like, what do you do yeah. if you want to call your lover yeah, boy? Yeah, yeah. And then he's kind of like, but what if he doesn't do it? Yeah. And it sounds like, what if he's dead? <laughs> <laughs> you should call the police, but or an ambulance at least. You can't just get more aggressive. I don't know if either of you guys had listened to Pitbull's version of this song. Haven't uh, we all? It was sampled uh, in his song Back in Time for the 2012 movie Men in Black 3. So that ties it back it's to... It's a weird product placement. Men I, in Black. I had never heard that. Let's try and find the dialogue section. John, that's a guitar. That's not someone speaking. <laughs> well, the guitar uh, is great. It's, it's very, very trebly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think this has been sampled that guitar a bit or yeah. in something. Mm-hmm. It was sampled in a Pitbull song oh, back oh. in time for the 2012 <laughs> movie really? Men sorry, in Black I'm 3. Sorry, sorry. Oh, here we go. And if he doesn't answer, oh, lover boy. And if he still doesn't answer, I simply say, baby, oh, baby. Yeah. Sounds like she's talking to that guitar now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. This it was also covered by Everything But the Girl. I don't know if you know them. No. no. Of course, yeah. Early nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had like a big hit and then went away for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't um, know if you know uh, uh, Pitbull, but he also sampled <laughs> it <in laughs> Who is for the 2012 Pitbull? movie, Who Red and Black Pitbull? 3. Who's Pitbull? Moving on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, two more tracks to get through. Track right. number 11. Penultimate one, Tom Johnson. Oh. The Doobie Brothers. Where are, are you tonight? tonight? Oh, I think this is actually the worst song on the album. I think It's it, real nothing. It's just, yeah, it's absolute garbage. Final song. The Five Satans and the Still of the Night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a is this a doo wop song? Is yeah, it a doo wop. This is a real, real old. This feels like it was made in the 18th century or yeah, something. Yeah, it sounds like sort of like ghosts from a bygone era <laughs> yeah. singing it. It just sounds like just it sounds some, like they're playing the LP or like on slow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even the backing lyrics of Show be do be do. <laughs> But then there's oh, yeah. <laughs> a number of verses where they just say, I remember, <laughs> which becomes more intimidating every single time they say it. It's quite a haunting song. Yes. It's quite, you know... What so is he remembering? Yeah. yeah, also, in the, talking about the still of the night, it's kind of a creepy yeah. uh, time period to talk so about. So a lot of songs in this album that are about, like, at night, I'm watching you and remembering yeah. things. Yeah. We're at the end of the album! Ah. <laughs> so what we usually do is we have two questions, and only two questions that we need answered. First one is, do you like, love, hate, or dislike this album? Uh, the second question is, do you think they achieved what they wanted to in the album? Usually that's like more of a, did the artist achieve what they wanted? Mm-hmm. But I don't quite know how to phrase that in a soundtrack way. The owners mm. of this album, the producers, the, the stakeholders of this production. <laughs> yes. Because vampires, yeah. <laughs> I think I, I do like this album. I have a sauce. But I, I grew up with my mum and my sister watching films like this and it was a bit bit of an so i do quite like you know a a bit of trash Mm -hmm. a bit of you know um i think they probably did achieve what they wanted with this because it sold a lot and it has quite a a feel-good uh vibe to it i would say i i can't say like like or love for this because Mm, although there are a couple of tracks (laughs) that are great and I love those tracks mm. it's only like two or three out of an entire album so I think yeah. as an album as a whole like I I dislike this I won't go as far as hate but I, I'd have yeah. to say dislike um, and like you said it's hard to say they didn't achieve when they're in the top 20 albums mm-hmm. of all time like that's they definitely have mm. achieved what do you think John? Um, I agree they achieved you know they shifted a lot of units which is <laughs> the purpose the of main this. metric yeah I mean, like, there's no single artist behind this, so that's kind of what it is. Mm-hmm. They achieved. I like this album. I think all of the 60s songs are really good. Like, there's none of them that I think are bad. I was listening to this album while I was in work yesterday, and I was a wee bit embarrassed. I was thinking, oh, shit, I hope the plug doesn't come out and hear everyone just blasts like <laughs> I've had the time of my life. <laughs> uh, I wasn't having the time of my life in work while I was listening to it, so it doesn't... 
And you, of course, work as a dance instructor. That's right. Slash yeah. vampire hunter. <laughs> We're connecting all of the previous <laughs> parts of the episode <laughs> for a big ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, that's the ending. Uh, Paul, is there anything right. you want to plug? Uh, no, well, I have a... No. No. Well, I have a, a Glasgow comedy festival show mm. in March. Uh, I I can't remember the date right now, but it's in the State Bar. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. But, yeah, you can also follow you on Twitter. That's right. Twitter or Paul Facebook. McD. At Paul P. McDaniel, I think it is. Yeah. Cool. Thanks very much for coming. Thank you for End of episode! (laughs) Hmm, Interesting Choice is a production for the Hat on Dog Network. For more information, visit hatondog.com.